Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome, listeners, to this Mastering Life podcast, uh, where it's going to be uh, we're going to be talking how how your mind determines your health, and to help us along to gain some invaluable insights. Very pleased to welcome back Elaine Godley, and Elaine's going to give us further insights into the bigger picture around her Perfect Ten wellness, wellness program. So, welcome, Elaine. Thank you, Paul. Lovely to be on the show again. Um, yes, we, we we started talking about the Perfect Ten Wellness Program um, a few episodes ago, and we're gradually going through the different aspects of it. And um, the first one was um, what we spend a lot of time on, and also that goes through everything that I do is behaviour. So how our behaviour affects everything. Yeah. And um, uh, the, another big aspect of this is how our mind affects. Uh, everything is linked, isn't it? Our mind, our body. Um, our thoughts, beliefs, you know, there's there's an awful lot about um, how, how we um, conduct ourselves on a day-to-day basis. And my particular specialism and passion is about health, how we can use um, our behaviours and our mind and our beliefs and everything to, to get the best, get the perfect health for us. And perfect health is different for everybody. Um, even, even day-to-day perfect health for me today looked different to how it was yesterday and will look different again tomorrow, I expect. So mm. using our mind um, or, or, or using what's in our mind stems from our, our innate behaviours. So some people will have a very quick, sharp mind. Some people will have um, the need to analyse things, to you know cogitate and amanar about things. Others will intuitively um, do certain things and then try and um, put logic to, to their emotional intuition um, based upon what's in their mind. So it's it's such a vast topic and we're never going to cover it in, in um, the 30 minutes we've got. But um, we'll have a stab from my perspective, which is a completely different perspective, I, I think, from a, from a lot of people. The, the, the way I come from this, or the, the reason I sort of look at things in a, in a different kind of way is based upon my experiences of uh, managing um, teams of over 200 staff, running my own businesses, um, having had cancer for, for, for 10 years on and off, and um, the health aspects that, that come with all of that and the stresses and strains. I found that how my mind is at any given time will determine how my health is. And we, we, we covered this, um, how our behaviours affect our health last, last session, but how our mind affects our behaviours and how our mind affects our health is really very simple. What's in our mind, where the mind goes, the body follows. Yeah. So uh, you've experienced some, some of that, haven't you, Paul, over the years? Oh, just a bit. Yes, definitely. So um, where, what, what you're thinking in your mind will determine how your body reacts. Um, 1934, there was a doctor called Dr. Truman Fleet, 
and he had trouble trying to explain to people uh, this concept of mind and body connection and he created something called the stick person so if you imagine drawing a stick a stick man stick person with a you know a big circle for the head and then you know stick arms and legs and and so on if you draw a line across the middle of the big stick person's head then if you write conscious in the top or c so if you if you draw an imaginary line across your nose say if we yeah. were doing this sort of in real life so draw draw the line across your face with you with your hand uh, about the point at the end of your nose above that is your conscious mind below that is your subconscious mind okay <laughs> then basically what he was saying was whatever whatever's in our conscious mind if it's repeated again and again and again that will eventually get into your subconscious mind so for example um when my son was little i remember um watching over him one night he'd had a cold and um i taught him as you know most parents would teach their children to put their hand up to their mouth when they cough mm. so i was watching andrew and even when he was asleep he was coughing he was he was putting his hand up to his mouth you know to to cover the germs that he was he was coughing out so um that, that's a very sort of simple um example of how your conscious mind your conscious body reacts once it's it's indoctrinated enough times so we're thinking in our conscious mind about all sorts of stuff we've got all kinds of chatter going on but once we can work out uh, what our purpose is our sense of purpose um and our motivations and we're we're thinking positively towards towards goals aspirations you know whatever you want to to, to, to call it and if we're constantly repeating that positivity that will go down into our conscious mind so when we're talking about health i have mentored hundreds probably thousands of people now over the years in one way or another and the amount of people who i see uh repeating poor language to themselves they 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 they're constantly reinforcing what they don't want so it's like the old thing you know don't think of a pink elephant or think of sorry think of a pink elephant no it's don't think of a pink elephant isn't yeah. it <laughs> if, I, if I say to you, don't think of a pink elephant, because you've got a pink elephant in your head. Yeah. Um, so it's what's what's in your mind will then gradually work through. And if you're repeating the negative language in your head again and again and again, that will then manifest into um, a poor poor outcome. So going back to our stick, ma'am, we've got our, our line across our nose, as it were. The, the conscious is on the top part of the head. The subconscious is on the bottom part of the head. So what's in one will then feed another. That will then feed the the actions we take. So whatever we're telling ourselves, and particularly if it's, you know, it's at the subconscious level, we will take certain actions and that will give us certain results. So what we're thinking affects our body, affects our actions and our results. And in health terms, if you're constantly reinforcing what you've been told perhaps with a diagnosis of terminal cancer for example or you're going to be paralyzed with this condition or that situation and you're constantly hearing that in your mind that you've been told unless you can take steps to overcome that 
you will get exactly what's in your mind. It will be a self-fulfilling pro prophecy, effectively. So the importance of what's in your mind affecting your health is absolutely profound. And um, I see people time and time again believing what they're told, believing someone else's reality. So they're believing the doctor's reality, that they've got X amount of days, weeks, months to live, um, that they're never going to walk again or you know whatever it happens to be. But equally and thankfully, I see many, many more people um, who can overcome that uh, language situation and the, and the negativity and they can pull themselves through by getting their mind in a, in a healthy situation where they can then you know, take various actions that suit who they are in their own style rather than trying to be somebody else. And that inevitably will end up with far, far better health outcome. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense, Elaine. And um, you alluded to earlier on about, you know, how I could, um, I'd, you know, because we've obviously spoken quite at length, um, both on uh, and off air, and how my journey, particularly in my younger days, actually massively reflects what you've just said, because I created a survival identity that was, and it was it was learned behaviour, it was conditioned behaviour from, from an early child, based on raw survival but it was it was tied in with drink addiction and it was tied in with violence and that was my that was my mo that was my way of carrying on so i had that belief system that that my mind was geared to that i also conversely had the a polarized part of that i call it my black and white years so the darkness and the despair and the destruction was the black, obviously the black phase of my life. But I also had the awareness somehow to know that there was a counter white phase. And that was when my mind flipped in a very polarized way from one way of being with one belief, set of beliefs to a completely different way of, of being um, within my life. And so but in the case of the latter, with the, the white period, when things were good and I was training hard and I was achieving, the reality was I couldn't sustain it because there was deeper rooted issues, which is another time, I think, another place. Um, so there was this constant seesaw between black, white, black, white, black, white. But irrespective of whether it was black or white, Elaine, both of those were tied into exactly what you was talking about, what I actually believed. Um and obviously there was a missing link that underpinned that, which I had to work through in subsequent years. So I from, you know, from a personal point of view, I totally, totally understand that and agree with it. I find the, um, the stick person uh, picture uh, image because we, we all, we think in pictures mm. and um, what, what's in our mind is obviously everybody's slightly different, but all of us to, to, to one degree or another will think in pictures so having a picture of the mind in the form of the stick person, I found very helpful. And um, if you can imagine that, um, that, 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 that graphic, so you've got the, um, the, the head that is separated into the conscious and the subconscious with the mind across uh, the line across the middle, that um, to me is very powerful. And I've used that for many, many years. Um, and um, the, the, other, the other aspect is when you've, when you've got um, something, you know, a, a dilemma of, thoughts in your mind and um, how do you get out of the chatter uh, 
uh, you know, the cycle of, of negativity and so on. And it's all very well people saying, oh, well, you know, you've got to think positive and put yourself together and all of this sort of thing. But uh, for some people, it's it's not as easy as as that. So another another tool that I had in my armory, as it were, is uh, Jabono's six thinking hats model. And um, I found that very useful over the years to help people to break the cycle of um, negative thinking and also to help make decisions. So if you have got a, a diagnosis of, of, of whatever kind or, or whether it's you know in your day to day life, you have a decision to make using the six thinking hats model can be very simple but effective way to to deal with this. So the, the the six the six hats they're metaphorical hats so you know they're, they're pretend hats that you put on and each each of the six hats represents a different way of thinking. So you alluded to the uh, the white hat just now, um, uh, Paul. So the white hat in this particular model is facts. So what information is known or is needed to make a decision in this situation? So, for example, you have a diagnosis, uh, a white hat thinking would be, okay, well, what do we know about this condition? What do we, what do we need to know about this condition? And then you can go, you can you know, make notes about what you know at the moment and perhaps things you'd like to know. So that is white hat thinking. So this is useful in uh, meetings, um, even, even amongst friends, family, if, if you need to make a decision on something. I used it once um, to move house. With my um, my daughter and um, husband, we um, we sat down and we worked out using this model, you know, why we need to move, do we need to move, where do we need to move, what does it look like, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and we use this particular model. So health terms, the white hat is the um, is the information. The black hat is is regarded as perhaps the judgment, um, being devil's advocate. Um, what, why something might not work so okay we've got the white hat which is the the information positive aspect the black hat is the um, potential downsides um, things that might not um, be so good okay so the white hat might be all right the doctor tells me I've got six months to live the black hat might say well what if I haven't got six months to live what if it's less than that so um uh, the green hat is uh, possibilities. So you might then go to green hat thinking, okay, well, supposing everything is fine, um, you know, what, what, what can I do? What, what new concepts, what sort of big picture thinking can I, can I um, bring in here? So maybe, oh, perhaps I could go on a cruise or um, I've been meaning to um, phone that friend for a while. Perhaps I should do that. Maybe I should make my will. Uh, maybe I should... Um, uh, you know, hang it all, not have any treatment, and um, just um, you know, buy the speedboat that I've been wanting to for years, or you know, whatever it is. So you can see, since I've coloured hats, it's a completely different way of thinking. Yeah. And if you're yeah. in a family environment, because a lot, a lot of the time with a health diagnosis, families and friends, although they're well-meaning, they can be the worst possible people that you need around because if they're not thinking rationally, which they won't be. Um, nobody thinks rationally when you've got a, a situation like this. So if you can introduce this model so that a family can then think all together, so um, you might call it group think. So if you're all thinking in the same mode of thinking at the same time, the power of that thinking can move something forward a lot, lot quicker. Um, the, the first hat that 
often actually start off with is the red hat because the red hat signifies feelings, thoughts, intuition, um, how somebody is feeling emotionally about a situation. And sometimes people's reactions will be extremely different at an emotional level. So some people might be relieved to have a diagnosis because at last I know what I'm dealing with. I now know what I can, you know, how I can get out of it sort of thing. But up until this point, I've not had the diagnosis. So I'm actually feeling happy about it. Another person might be very angry and upset about a diagnosis. The next person might be feeling sad, you know, so, so there's lots of different emotions. And if, if you can get out on the table, who's feeling what emotion, you can then have a conversation that's more meaningful without having arguments and, and anger and, and so on and so forth and, and being scared, et cetera, et cetera. You can all be supportive of one another within the context of the red hat. And um, the yellow hat is the, the optimistic one, which is the you know bright, shiny, cheerful one. Okay, well, we've got this uh, situation. Um, we could do X, Y, Z. You know, we've got choices. We now know what we're dealing with. What, you know, it's a kind of the what if thing. Um, let's, 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 um, let, let's, you know, have fun. Let's go mad. Let's do, you know, whatever. So the, the blue hat is the last one. And that's the one used to manage the thinking process. And that's the one that the facilitator would be wearing. So um, you wouldn't necessarily use all of the hats in all of, in, in every scenario. You might only use black or white or, or perhaps red or yellow, you know, whatever. Um, and the person wearing the blue hat, the person kind of leading the conversation will determine which is the, the best hat. You may use all of them and you may only use two or three. And it's also the hat to wear if you need to change the thinking. So somebody wearing the blue hat might say, okay, well, we've, um, we've got the red hat stuff out on the table. We've got all the emotions. Let's turn to the black hat now. Let's think about um, you know, what could go wrong, et cetera, et cetera. So it's a very simple uh, yet a very powerful way of getting through um, a health diagnosis using the mind in a coherent, um, structured way without having to learn, you know, go on courses and learn heaps and heaps about stuff. So um, that's, that's, a, that's another trick that I've used over the years that's helped people to unravel uh, the health dilemma. Fantastic. So can I just clarify on that, Elaine, that is that those six hats, does that have to be used in a group stroke facilitator scenario or could an individual on their own assume that, OK, at the moment I've got this colour hat on. I need to, you know, I need to change that colour hat because of. Yes, absolutely right. That's a good question and, and well pointed out, Paul. Yes, you can use this on your own so you can have a conversation with yourself effectively. Wow. So you can sit there with it with a with a, a, a pen and paper and go through it or you can once you acclimatize to the different forms of thinking you can then you know switch when you when you find yourself thinking in a certain way you can then say to yourself oh gosh that's a bit black hat I'm, I'm, I'm you know I'm, I'm on a downer with this um okay let's let me let me change to yellow hat what what uh, how can I pick myself up well you know let, let, let me be a bit brighter and, and more optimistic on this so yes, that, that, yes, you can do that. It's lots of different scenarios you can use it in. That's that's a fascinating insight because when I look back and and apply that to what I've written about and what I've spoke about at length about this, the black and white years, I put actually called one of the uh, the parts in my book the black and white years. Um, 
that gives this so much more dimension, so much more depth now by giving these other three potential. I love the the yellow one, by the way. Absolutely love that. <laughs> um, the optimism and that's that kind of subliminally now, Elaine, makes sense. It's why I'm attracted to really vibrant, bright colours. You know, bright oranges, lime lime greens. You know, real these vibrant colours. Uh, that that makes sense. That that's significantly diluted the polarization of black and white thinking. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Brilliant, brilliant. And emotions are an important part of our thinking, and a lot of people try and make decisions when they're emotionally het up, which mm. is the most dumbest thing to do. But we all do it. Yeah. And you know, we make we make decisions. You think, oh. Crikey, I shouldn't have done that or shouldn't have said this or whatever it was. But when you look back, it was done in the heat of the moment or not necessarily in the heat of the moment. Maybe it's when you're in a vulnerable moment and you were perhaps easy led and persuaded to do something that you wouldn't already have done if you weren't so emotionally charged. So the the emotional side of um, thinking is, is, is extremely important and one that's often overlooked. Mm. And of course, if we're if we're in an emotional state, um, we're confused and as a result we end up kind of feeling impotent and helpless um, and yeah. that we can't help yeah. ourselves and then before you know where you are it's like all doom and gloom but actually just take a step back breathe calm calm your your, your breathing down that in turn will calm calm your mind and um, then you can start thinking rationally and as I say the the, the stick person and the six hats are two tools that I've used and I, and I teach people how to use and um, lots of different scenarios that they've been used in. I used um, the six hats many years ago. So I was originally trained to deliver this in schools. I was trained by um, uh, uh, an organization and I actually met uh, Dr. Edward de Bono, who and it's, it's Dr. Edward de Bono's six thinking hats model uh, that we're talking about here. And I met him many years ago and um, I used it in schools to help a senior management team get through the Ofsted process. They were absolutely petrified. And by the time we'd gone through with the, with the SMT, the senior management team through this process, it was like, bring it on, bring it on. And they just sailed through. <laughs> so uh, you can use it in all kinds of scenarios. But in terms of health, um, it's one I've been reminded of recently. I'd forgotten all about it. I'd forgotten I, I, I even knew about this. And going through um, uh, my files, looking for things that I could write about and draw on in the past and this came to mind and so it's very much um, uh, included in the Perfect 10 wellness program these days. So if you was um, in a situation Elaine on your own as you say uh, facilitating yourself effectively would it be fair to say that one of the first um, questions or statements you'd make to yourself is I need to be very very wary if weary is not the right word, but I'll say that for the time being. Weary of the red hat. Don't want to keep that red hat on for too long. Would that be a fair statement, stroke question? Um, it would, yes. And and it but it would be one that I would start with. So um emotions are very important and a lot of time with healing and, and health, people overlook emotions. They don't acknowledge their emotions. Mm. As a result, they retain the, the emotions in them. And that causes more problems than it helps because if you have retained anger, sadness, grieving, whatever it is, if you have that and you're containing that in your body, you're carrying that with you, that will not help you to heal. That will hinder your healing process big time. So 
the important thing is to acknowledge the emotions. So wearing the red hat, how do I feel about this? Am I angry, sad, happy? You know, how do I feel? Am I upset? Do I care? Don't, don't I care? What do I care about? You know, all, all this kind of thing. But don't stay there. Don't stay in that, you know, angry phase or grieving stage, you know, for, for longer than is necessary. Um, that's obviously easier said than, than done. And I'm generalizing here, but um, acknowledge the emotion and then move on and recognize that anything that comes after in any of the hat thinking it will be potentially tainted by whatever that emotional aspect is that you have already acknowledged. Okay, so um, I'm looking, I'm coming at this from a perspective of um, wanting to be uh, really secure, really certain, uh, you know, one of our human needs. Um, so would it be fair to say, and I know it's not an exact sequence, Elaine, because you've already alluded to that, and I can see how it's not an exact, but if we was almost to give a um a stereotypical sort of uh, hierarchy or approach to this would it be fair to say okay so i'm sitting here on my own i'm going to be mindful first and foremost that i'm the facilitator in my own process here so i'm going to be wearing a blue hat but not for too long because i'm going to plot the way forward and very quickly on the back of that is the red one so how am i feeling now i'm feeling quite angry i'm feeling quite frustrated feeling quite happy and feeling quite sad whatever that emotion may be so is there almost dare i say a natural one too that evolves there elaine or is it not as simplistic as that uh, it depends what challenge you're dealing with um i'd suggest you probably would naturally then go on to the white hat okay yeah. i'm feeling very angry you know whatever the emotion is sad etc about the situation okay but what do i actually know about it hmm. so again you can't make a decision unless you have the facts. So for, for some behavioural styles, the high eye behavioural style, the inspiring influential type of um, behaviour that we've, we've spoken about before, they will intuitively know what's, what's right. So it's, it's even more important for that behavioural type to go through this process because um, whilst intuition is, um, is uh, extremely important, sometimes when you're dealing with you know literally life-threatening life decisions on perhaps what treatment to have um or not to have um it's good a good process to go through and you can't make decisions unless you have the facts so the white hats would be the one i would use next in terms of health most definitely mm. yeah i can see that this is fantastic i've never i've got to concede i've never come across this before um you know, usually with these techniques, Elaine, you know, as we talk to fellow practitioners, we, we as a generalization, we're usually aware if we don't know the exact ins and outs, we've usually got a general awareness. But this is a, yeah, this this is a great one. Never come across it before. So thank you it for sharing. Brilliant. That's welcome. I, I, as I say, I'll be trawling through each of the modules that I'm doing on my Perfect 10 Wellness program. I'm, I'm just putting in the name of what I want to find out. I've got... I've, my my computer is an absolute mine of information stuff i've written years <laughs> years ago you know things going back over 20 years and um it came up the six hats when i, I put in thinking mind etc mm. and i thought oh crikey and i've got reams and reams of stuff on it i've forgotten all about it myself so it's been a, been a, a lovely uh, education for, for myself going through this program as well yeah i can imagine i can well imagine so as we start to come towards the end of this episode, Elaine, have you, um, is there anything else that you'd like to add to that? Um, 
I mean, that that's phenomenal in its own right, as I keep saying. Is there anything else that you want to, you know, you think could supplement that a bit further as the last couple of minutes? Well, we've we've got um, you know, there's there's other words and um, feelings and and actions that all form part of what's in our mind, and um, you know, hope, belief, purpose, motivation, values, attitudes, all of that kind of stuff, which is in the Perfect Ten Wellness Program. We will look at that. We look at those individually. They will all form part of the decision making process because if somebody doesn't want to get better. They can, and, and, and as I say, I've, I've said this many times now. If if you don't want to get better, you won't. And some people literally put their head in the sand, and it's their get out of jail card. Oh well, I don't have to live any longer now. I've been the doctors have told me I've only got you know X to live. So um, uh, they will then conduct their life with a very short um, time frame. And literally, I've known of people die on the day that the doctor has given them. So the language used um, um, to to frame what's in your mind is crucial, absolutely crucial. And remember, whatever you're told um, in health diagnosis terms, it's the reality of the person telling you it's not your reality. So making sure that your reality is what you want and you're not living some out somebody else's uh, reality is really, really important. Absolutely. That's great advice. Okay, so how can we get hold of you, Elaine? How can we find out more about this Perfect 10 Wellness Programme? Okay, well, my website is www.perfect-health.co.uk. Everything is on there. Um, I also have a Facebook group called Perfect Health with Elaine Godley, and uh, anybody is welcome to join that. That's the general wellness uh, group and everybody's uh, very nice and friendly and all helps one another we have lots of people posting on there every day and sharing information and links so um, facebook elaine godley or um, perfect-health.co.uk they're the best places superb so there you have it listeners fantastic insights from elaine there very very uh, very useful i believe hope you've enjoyed that hope you certainly hope you get some value out of that going forward in your life And remember, until the next time, keep safe, keep loving and keep mastering life. Hearts, helping everyone achieve results towards success.